mentioned, today is the feast of Padre Pio of, I'll try to get it right, Pietrachina? Is that about right? I should have asked Father Ron. But our readings today, we are now into a three-week period where we're going to be hearing from the post-exilic literature. This is part of Israelite history we don't talk about that much. I think most of you know there was the the United Kingdom of David, then it split, then both kingdoms were destroyed, and the remnant was taken to Babylon. And today we hear of them returning, being released from captivity and returning to Jerusalem. And so over the next three weeks, we're going to hear from eight different books of the Bible. Ezra, Haggai, Zechariah, Nehemiah, Baruch, Jonah, Malachi, and Joel which are the books that talk about this time. Two of those are historical books, five of them are prophets, and one is a fable. But there's some good stuff in here. And so that's where we're going to be. And today is a very happy, happy story of how King Cyrus of Persia was urged by God to allow the Israelites to return to Jerusalem. The psalm is not just a reflection of some other time of joy. It's actually written about this very event. The Lord has done marvels for us. Let us celebrate that. So for the next three weeks, we're talking about what happened after the Babylonian exile. In your life, when a bad period comes to an end... How do you feel? Of course, there's rejoicing and relief. But for most of us, there's also a lot of anxiety. We're stepping into the unexpected. What happens now? Likewise, for the faithful remnant heading back to Judah, what would they find in this country that had been destroyed? Would their homes still be standing? Would there be people who had occupied the land and would not let them come back? There would surely be hardships and uncertainties ahead as they tried to rebuild a country, even if they were sure that this was part of God's design. Those who sow in tears have a long time to tend the fields before the joyful harvest is ready to be reaped. Padre Pio, our saint of the day, had a very difficult life. He suffered terrible illnesses throughout his life, childhood diseases and asthma and, I mean, just a whole litany of really, really terrible stuff, really quite graphic. He is most famous for inexplicably receiving the stigmata, the wounds of Christ. We don't know how it happened, But people believe that this was something that God gave him. But Padre Pio wrote, or said, After my death, I will do more. My real mission will begin after my death. And it did. Today, millions of people find inspiration in the life of Padre Pio somebody who was united to Christ in a very intimate way. I have to mention my godmother's sister. She'd kill me if I didn't mention her, who finds great devotion in Padre Pio. 
But the other interesting thing is that Padre Pio is by far the most popular saint in Italy, which is really remarkable because so many of the saints are from Italy, including a couple of the biggies like Francis of Assisi. But he's sort of a, an, an also-ran in the eyes of most Italians. Our psalm says, Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. Let us pray. God, when we find ourselves in times of transition, be with us in our anxiety. Help us to trust that the harvest time will come. 